you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in, in the booth with never records. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. <laughs> You are not listening to Never Records on Blue Gold Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 31 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, tuba throat singers, Anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from seven cities around the world. For the past several weeks, we've explored some of the many projects I've done between Never Records installations. Whether it's an artist friend or a musician I meet, Never Records is a great excuse to encourage the fellowship of shared performance and recorded sound. Before we move on to our next major city, Never Records London, I'd like to spend today's episode on a recording that is essential to understanding Never Records and my philosophy about the practice of art and life. Let me describe this next recording to you. I'm going to break with my tradition of playing three or four tracks per episode and just play one song for you today. It's a song without a beginning or an end and it never sounds the same as the first or last time it was played. Up until this moment, I've never allowed anyone to hear this song, except in the form of a sculptural installation. Two techniques auto-repeat turntables and one giant projection. Yet this song begs to be played and to be heard. I find that I keep returning to this song, and I probably will for the rest of my life. In 2008, I set out to do the impossible. I joined the opposite sides of the earth and the opposite sides of the day. It was during a period in my life that I was struggling to balance my work life versus my artistic life in a city like New York that imbalances those that live here. In order to shake myself awake, I wanted to make the most ambitious art that I could make. And I set out to do so no matter the cost or time or distance it would take. That's my advice to younger artists. What kind of work would you make if you had all the money and time you needed? Now make it. You'll find a way. So I took a globe, and I spun it like a character out of a Jules Verne novel, stabbing my index finger on the opposite side of the earth from New York City. I traced my finger through an inch of the Indian Ocean until it hit Cape Lewin on the southwest tip of Australia. In October of 2008, I traveled to the other side of the earth, armed with my electric guitar, battery-powered amplifier and recording equipment, and for two weeks, I woke up before the sunrise and played music to accompany the dawn. Cape Lewin happens to be the point where the Southern Ocean and Indian Ocean meet. 
Every day I'd climb along the rocky coast with mocha-colored sand and stake out a new spot to meet the sun which rose over the southern ocean and set over the Indian Ocean. It was a halcyon adventure for me. I met the same kangaroo at the same crossroad each morning as I drove out to the Cape, like night shift and day shift workers. And I learned that if you hold a guitar into the wind, an ethereal chord is played. This Aeolian guitar reflects my quasi-Shinto belief that art and music can be conduits of the divine, that if you are true of heart and take a creative risk, then something greater than you channels through you. It's a rather romantic idea, but when you're on the other side of the earth and the nimbus clouds are unfurling like a slow-motion nuclear blast and the wind is playing a chord that you hold in your trembling hands, everything feels possible. And so every morning, I composed a guitar piece, which I finally captured on my last day of the trip. It's a simple piece. No effects, no pick, just the pads of my fingers tapping out some code conjured by the ocean and the wind and the sun. If you listen hard enough, you can hear seagulls, surf, and even a little rain from a morning shower. I cut this song to one side of a vinyl record, and a few months later, with the help of my friend Bill, I composed a sister song to the setting sun from the roof of my studio in Long Island City. The sunset song incorporated the sounds of the Aeolian guitar, the rhythmic clank of cars driving over a metal plate on the Long Island Expressway, guitars and keyboards. I cut this sunset song to the other side of the record. And I'm gonna play it for you now. Two copies of the same record, this side and the other side, the sunrise and the sunset. As they're different links, they get out of sync immediately, but yet they remain harmonious. And to me, when played together on auto-repeat turntables, it's like a prayer. Or better still, an offering to things greater than us. A love letter to the world.
You are not listening to Never Records. That was a composition called The Other Side that consists of two recordings made on opposite sides of the earth at opposite ends of the day. They're mixed together and meant to be played on auto-repeat turntables continuously as long as the listener will allow. I've made a short mix for you today because I wanted to share the project with you. To me, this project is essential to understanding the philosophies behind Never Records. Whether I'm making my own art or recording other artists or musicians, I'm always in search of moments and sounds that unite the antipodes, unravel mysteries, and defy the pressures of our frantic world. I found an audio journal I recorded just after the sunset on the opposite side of the world. It's a little hard for me to hear now. A decade later, I'm not quite as idealistic, not quite able to dream a landscape so vast, but I still aspire to the sentiment. Last night's sunset made me understand why the guidebooks say that on a windy day it feels like you will be blown off the earth at Cape Lewin. And in this turbulence and ceaseless wind, I noticed the bunches of cliff crafts had circles drawn in the sand around them. The wind blowing the blades in all directions turned the grass into compasses. And there was something harmonious about the chaos of the wind creating perfect circles with the grass. Is that what artists do? Are we blades wielded by the wind? Thank you for listening to Never Records Radio. I hope you enjoyed this one-of-a-kind recording. For more information about Never Records, please visit neverrecords.net. As always, I'd like to offer a heartfelt thanks to the people and performers that make Never Records possible. A special thanks goes to Scott Morfitt and Eli Clot at Blue Gold Radio for helping put the show together, and to the UW Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records. <laughs>